are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. Today we're doing Faith No More, Joseph Santana pick, DJ Sato on... Sato. Sato. Damn it. <laughs> Freaking whiskey, man. <laughs> yes. Sato. Whiskey, All right. Whiskey I'm white, are. man. I suck, man. And we always have Lee Gershman. He didn't introduce himself this time. What's up, Lee? Oh, well, um, since he didn't introduce myself, I'll introduce myself to you. Hi, I'm Lee. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, cool. So why did yeah, you pick we this album, Joseph? So cool. uh, I just picked this album for the Hovid. I was told uh, specifically not to pick uh, a certain style, so I wanted to pick something I thought that we would all uh, be able to enjoy. Um, maybe I should have picked an earlier album, but yeah, I actually just picked it because I don't see a lot of people out there doing album reviews of Faith No More, so I figured I'd throw something yeah. different. Cool. Yeah, I never see anybody do it because I hate his voice, but we'll get into this <laughs> album and we'll see what happened. <laughs> okay. Alright, well this album was released in 1997, in the late 90s, and um Let's see, this is the sixth studio album by American rock band Faith No More. It was released June 3rd, 1997 in the UK and Europe. It is the first album with the band's current guitarist, John Hudson. It is the final studio album by the band to be released through Slash Warner Brothers, as well as the last studio album before their 11-year hiatus from 1998 to 2009. The album was recorded in Billy Gould's Home studio and is described by all music as being more straightforward musically than past releases. The album spawned three singles, Ashes to Ashes, Last Cup of Sorrow, and Strip Search. Yeah, so Lee, you kind of picked the singles off this album. <laughs> oh! Oh, I, I, I'm embarrassed. I know, I was going, shit, Lee picked the singles, and I was like, what happened here? Let's not, let's not advertise that, okay? <laughs> well, it's already been done. Ha! Ah, shit! So why did you pick this album, Joseph? Well, I already I asked you that, it. didn't I? No, I didn't. Yeah, no, like I said, I picked it because uh, a lot of people, I, I see a lot of podcasts out there, and there's not really a alternative podcast channel that I've found, me personally, that I've been able to find out there on the internet yet, and uh, I just thought it'd be something different to uh, do a Faith No More album review. Well, I like alternative. Yeah. I've been trying to do some alternative albums, but uh, alternative I gotta get... Alternative good? <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Lee and his uh, psychedelica. <laughs> yeah. he, like, he likes the bands that are on acid, except Pink Floyd. <laughs> I'm like, that would be alternative, except nobody ever heard of them. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into let's get into this album. We got to the first track on this album is uh, Collision. What did you think of this song, Joseph? Mixed up right away from the start. Song starts off really, really like it's gonna be hard for its album, but then right when we get into the chorus, the vocals literally just slowly dramatic go real slow. We're talking like turtle pace slow here. The great bass work on it though was good, but not good enough to get it to change the feelings and views of me for this song in general. What'd you think about it, Lee? Well, this sounds like the third or fourth song from a group influenced by Tool. 
it's not a good way to start an album. But I know Mike Patton is tricky, and not all the songs will be the same. Still, this could have been avoided. Well, I just, I want to say something. I'm a Faith No More hater. Frickin' I hate that. Yeah, oh, I that you can't have it voice. But his voice does not irritate me on this song. It does not get on my nerves. And the bass is really good. And I think the vocal, I enjoyed this song. And the so, and the But the thing is, there's no solo in there. And I expected a solo because from the, the other albums, they had solos. <clears throat> But it's the stupid 90s, right? <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a pretty cool song. I, I wouldn't buy this album, but his voice did not irritate me like it usually does. Huh. And then we get into the next song, which Lee picked, Strip Search. So here's Strip Search on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
of that was Strip Search. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? I love this song. It's like the total opposite of the last song. I would love to work on a whole album with Mike Patton on stuff like this. Not the whole group, just Mike Patton, because he's the real talent of the group. This is one of my favorites on here. What'd you think about this song, Joseph? I don't know. I, I was hoping Lee would actually found the uh, the that that synthesizing work here by the piano uh, player on here. Uh, it had a very reminiscent feel, like I was in the '80s decade, just with that piano work. Bass work almost saves this song. The tempo of this song is something a pothead or a stoner may enjoy who knows because you can have some stressful weed you can have some kind weed and you can have what we call that mexicali dirt weed so huh. it all depends on them the strip search to me it, it definitely had a an 80s pop feel to it if i if i may uh criticize it as that it had an 80s pop feel to it so <laughs> Again, I'm enjoying Mike Patton's vocals, not overseeing it like I remember. The bass is really good. The drums are in the pocket. Some guitar, good guitar work. It's cool, but like I said, I wouldn't buy this album. It's nothing rememberable for me. You know, but it's not irritating like Faith No More was to me. But I don't know. I don't think I'll go out and listen to the rest of their uh, catalog because of this album. But it wasn't bad. And then we get into the next track which is Naked in Front of a Computer. What did you think about the song, Joseph? Oh, wait, no, we get to the next track, uh, Last Cup of yeah, Sorrow, Last Cup of Sorrow, which is the song <laughs> you picked. So here's Last Cup right. of Sorrow on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Last Cup of Sorrow. Why did you pick this song, Joseph? By far my favorite, favorite cut on the album. The tempo, the pace of the song, just it goes, man, so well together. Everything from guitar, bass, drums, and Mike Patton's vocals, it has a very, very slow tempo, but slow enough that you can still headbang slowly to and like just let the music just vibe into your soul and it, and it hits you in my opinion to listen to it so that's why I, I like it i think it's it's catchy and the lyrics hit me good man that's just the way i feel it's just one of those feel good songs man of the album right here what'd you think about it lee oh um i do like this it strangely makes me think they were thinking of the group ministry here this could have been the MTV hit if MTV still did videos. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike P- Patton's voice is also good on this song. Again, it's a really cool track, and I liked it. And I'm kind of tripping out because every time I hear freaking Faith No More, I go, ah, turn that shit off. You know, but I never even heard of this album, and it's it's freaking uh, tripping me out that a Mike Patton can actually sing. <laughs> so I was like, cool. You're going to get even more tripped out when you like the Jerry Garcia album that I picked. Oh my god. <laughs> Never mind. When we get into the next track, Naked in Front of the Computer, what do you think about this, Lee? Oh, I think this was influenced by Black Flag, even though I never heard much of Black Flag, so I don't know. It's not great, but it's not bad. It's what'd you, good. What do you think about it, Joseph? Wow. First of all, what the hell is up with this title? Second of all, how many people actually do this in front of a fucking... <laughs> in real life? Naked in front of a computer. Um, so it was really quick. Well, well Lee looking that, at girls that tucked in shirts, yeah? <laughs> well, that's that, that, not... That but that's not weird. But that's not weird. <laughs> well, it's not weird to you, but okay. Yeah, well, that it's not weird to anybody. <laughs> all right. Right, no, I'm right. um, not, not, not included. <laughs> this, uh, this song had a punk feel to to it uh, to me. It was it was quick, fast, short, and crazy. Uh, some people do this. Me, I'm not even too comfortable or confident to do this. So <laughs> I would never. You would never catch me naked in front of the computer. Yeah. You no. Know, it was punky, but too re- repetitive. I don't like his vocals on this song. It went back to the old Mike Patton vocal style, which I fucking hate. Fucking hated this track. It was like, when is it over? Thank God it was two minutes. <laughs> right. And then we get, huh. into, get into the next track, Helpless, which you picked, uh, Joseph. So here's Helpless on the yeah. Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Helpless by by Faith No More. What'd you think of that track, Joseph? Uh, the acoustic feel, I love it, man. This this song to me, th- there's a point when I listen to any album, I look for that one song that just takes me to a special place where reality doesn't exist. This song, Helpless, does it. Uh, goes from fast to very slow, really quick. I actually enjoyed Mike Patton's vocals on his track. A very mellow work combined by all the fellas, and it's good enough to be my absolute favorite second fave track on the album, in my opinion. Hmm. What did you think about it, Lee? Oh, wow. A totally third degree turn here. This is like <laughs> Brian Ferry from Roxy Music. Well, Brian Ferry meets James Taylor. It's a fantastic song, and it's great how it segues to the heavy part. My second favorite song here. Yeah, this is a great song. I like the acoustic guitar. I love his vocals. are so expressive, and he's not over-singing like he did on the track before this. Very, uh, very moody song, and great rhythm. And this song kicks ass. A great pick, man, Joseph. I like this song. Yep, thank you, thank you. And then we get into the next track, Mouth to Mouth. What would you think of this, Lee? <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. This is weird, but I'm, but I'm not sure I like it. In fact, I'm sure I don't. What did you think about it, Joseph? I'm just... Uh, I, the reason I'm laughing is because this song reminds me like I'm in the Middle East somewhere, dude. This song is a very trippy track, um, not vocally, it's it's trippy as the band is playing almost in, for, forgive me because this is almost going to sound racist or prejudiced and I'm not either or, but it, <laughs> it literally sounds like this fucking song was done in the studio somewhere in the Middle East, like in India, Afghanistan, Egypt, even... Uh, it's very funky tune. Almost something's. I I would hate to say it, it's almost something I would think uh, the Chili Peppers would do if they were on acid, and they could mm-hmm. put, probably put off better than Faith No More. Mm-hmm. Mouth to mouth, just definitely, definitely has that little Indian vibe to it. it it's weird. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you think of it, bro? I hated this song. This song fucking sucks. I hate the freaking... It's out of key. His voice is all over the place. Like, it's the shit that I hate about Faith No More. <laughs> I fucking hate this song. Uh, and then we get to the next track, which is... Uh, I just want to get away from this track. It's just disturbing me thinking about it so much. And we get to the next track, She Loves Me Not, which you picked, Lee, right? Um, At the, yeah. Ashes to Ashes, this one. Oh, wait, Ashes to Ashes. Sorry, I'm a little buzzed. Ashes to Ashes, oh, yeah. what did you think about this, Joseph? Me? Uh, it starts off great, but quickly drops off pace yet again. Chorus Kitty even save it if he tried. Definitely by far not one of my favorite tracks. And, and it's kind of kind of interesting, though. I, I'm looking like at the, the uh, album track list here. And I saw a pattern here, mouth to mouth, ashes to ashes, like, they, they couldn't they not come up with any creativity for a better track title? I don't know. Uh, like I said, to me, by far, not my favorite track on the album. Well, it's not David Bowie. What'd you think about it, Lee? This is another combination of Roxy music and grunge, but better than most grunge. If not for Mike Patton, 
this group couldn't have made such a good album. Well, I actually hate this song, but I love Patton's voice on it. That's about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that that's interesting. And then we get to the next track, She Loves Me Not, which Lee picks. So here, She Loves Me Not on the Freeform Rock Podcast. I'm here, alone, on the telephone line. I'm right where you want me to be. That was She Loves Me Not. Why did you pick this song, Lee? Mike Patton and Carol King? This is a great song. I don't know if it 
belongs on this album, but maybe for that reason, it should be on this album. Another favorite. What did you think about it, Joseph? This song reminds me of something that someone was looking for, or who may be looking for someone. Uh, I got a feel that Mike Patton was trying to be as funky as Prince as well as his band. Uh, I couldn't help to laugh at this uh, track because, God, I, I hope uh, Mike Patton wasn't singing about a song about a girl that didn't love him or not. But I just I couldn't help but to laugh. I, I personally did enjoy it, in my opinion. And like Lee said, it, it's a song that kind of doesn't belong, but then kind of somewhat belongs on here. So to me, I, I personally think it's a great fellow track. So... Yeah, I That's think it's a, it's a killer filler, and uh, for some reason, Mike Patton's vocals did not disturb me again, and I like his vocals on this song. Really cool song. And then we get into Got That Feeling. Wait up! What'd you think about this one, Joseph? Got That Feeling. Yes, yes, yes. Back to the fast fucking pacing. This track, I needed to follow because it needed, I needed it basically to motivate me towards the end of the album we still got three more songs to go uh any rocker and let me see i put any rockers could and show should enjoy this track it has to me a punk thrashy element to it i don't know if anybody saw that uh to me uh i know faith no more to be an alternatively out there band and this is alternative personified in this song right here what'd you think about it lee oh like a totally better Red Hot Chili Peppers, this song has a great sense of humor to it. It's not meant to be taken seriously, but I think it's cool. I almost I um, realized that that this song right here, Got That Feeling. Has anybody remember that song from Top Gun? You got that love and feeling. Yeah. Thank yeah. goodness the song was not like, like that. <laughs> Thank goodness the song was not like that. So, yeah, if you can continue now with yours. Uh, you lost that about. love and feeling. <laughs> the Righteous yeah. Brothers. So I yep, think she's right. lost. I think she's lost that love and feeling. And then he's, Goose and uh, Maverick start singing it to her. <laughs> Meg Ryan, I think. I've Maybe. only seen yep. about exactly. 10 minutes of that movie. and I Oh, what wow. They're making Top Gun 2, man. God dang, I love that oh, movie. Oh, I only see five minutes of it. All right. Well, this is now what they I need said. to do Top Ramen. The beginning sounds like Wipeout <laughs> to me, and then it gets into a cool punkish. Love this song, and I love the screams Patton does in it. It's very weird, but love this track. Oh. And then we get okay. into 10, Pass the Glory. What would you think about this, Joseph? Mmm. 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 Where the fuck is my rabbit when I need it, man? This song... <laughs> was absolutely seriously too fucking slow uh you know how when you go into i don't know if you guys have uh friends that are in a band and you go watch them record they have like a shit ton of songs that are possible for the album and only a few make it that's what this song is to me it feels like they fucking randomly just went inside a hat and said this is a song we're gonna work on because we need to put it on here because we're doing a 12 track album bam like it or not bitch here it is um <laughs> this this is absolutely a filler and i i couldn't do it i could not enjoy path of glory unfortunately 
Well, it's like Wadzilla <clears throat> says in the Rock and Metal Combat podcast <clears throat> that the CDH fucking ruined albums, you know. They should have just stayed to 40 minutes, 35 minutes, and have 10 track rule, you know. And I agree with you on this track, man. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it's a total filler, and they should have left it off the album. What do you think about it, Lee? Oh, well, this is an awesome and strange song. Not one of my picks, but I dig it even more than Tool. So, wow. <laughs> I like Tool, though. And then yeah, we, yeah, well, I like bad. this song. And then we get into the next track, Homesick Home. What do you think about this, Lee? Oh, this sounds like they were imitating a group that didn't exist. A really oddball, but great tune. This album should have been more well-known. What did you think about it, Joseph? Homesick home. Hmm? Uh, I can't say anything other than hashtag filler filler here. Personally, don't think it belongs. Not catchy. Uh, not one I would sit there and say, oh, don't fucking listen to and, and skip. This It's one of these songs that someone may enjoy out there in the world and then for people like me it's just like ah nah skip <laughs> I just said don't care for this one it's so fucking boring <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. and then we get huh. into the last song Pristina what'd you think of this one Joseph Pristina wow this right here is like a fucking goddamn New York City subway train waiting for the fucking car in front of it to pull out of the station so they can pull in this I know what you mean, and that's so fucking. This song is so fucking slow. It's absolutely by far the slowest song on the album. <laughs> uh, I wish they chose a better, uh, more upbeat way to close the album out because I don't know what it is with musicians, bands, vocalists, uh, artists out there that. You can have a great album, but when you do a great album, I like I like to look at it like this. Give me something to entice me to listen to the album in the very first track. Then if you want to fuck around and put all the uh, toppings such as garbage, lettuce, garbage, onions, um, some saucy cheese, maybe some ketchup, and then a nice juicy hamburger in the fucking middle. Make sure you have the piece of the bread that you started off with in the beginning of the album at the very fucking end. And this, by far, is not a good enough piece of bread to finish the fucking album, in my opinion. Mm. What did you think about it, Lee? It's the best song to end the album by. Not my favorite song, but I like it pretty well. Oh, wow. Ow. Um, <laughs> I was like, Damn. And then we get into the tracks of the week since we ended this In fact, you album. don't even have an opinion on it. No, I don't okay. have an opinion on it because it really sucks. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's your opinion. Okay, okay. That's my opinion. It just like it. I fell asleep. <laughs> is that boring? <laughs> the last right. two tracks is like, oh my God. This is what I hate about Faith No More. You know, I liked his voice on this album, but this is not something I would go out and buy. It's Faith No More. I bought Epic because James... James freaking Hatfield said Epic was a great album, so I fucking listened to him. That's when he made the Black Album. Fucking shit. I love the Black Album, though. But fuck this, man. It's, uh, the Epic Album was terrible, but... What is it? What 
that? You mean you you mean you finally had your own yeah. um, sense mm -hmm. of opinion? I um, bought that CD finally? and freaking threw it away. The freaking epic CD. I never listened to them again. I, I think... thought you always listened to people whose opinions you liked in music. I, wow, I'm, I'm proud of you for, for, for going against someone who you usually would listen to. Cool. All right, so then we got the tracks of the week. We got, I pick, you pick tra Trapeze, You Are the Music for Joseph, and I pick Giant, I'm a Believer. Do you have a third song, Lee? Yeah, um, the song that I picked for myself is Crosby, Stills, and Nash's song, Everybody, I Love You. Everybody, I Love You. Yep. All right, man. And it's a kind of a heavy tune. It's not a. It's it's not an acoustic. I love Crosby, Stills, and Nash, though. Yeah. All right, I man. Like, I love acoustic music, man. It's very peaceful and subtle, man. It's better than half the stuff that's going on there in the world today. I love acoustic so, yeah. music, but there's a song by the Foo Fighters called Everlong. I hate the fucking acoustic mm -hmm. version of that song because the original version just fucking kicks so much ass. <laughs> you know, there's a group called Spain that did an album called Blue Moods of Spain. It makes the song Pristina by Faith No More sound fast. And the whole album is like that. Do you want to review it sometime? I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later when I'm a little uh, more sober. Uh, okay. Yeah, all right, man. Thank you, J Joseph, for coming on. You have anything to promote? Uh, no, not this week, my man. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on this podcast and our thirty listeners. L listeners, thank you for that. <laughs> or a three or four? I don't know. I don't know. I think Wee. I. I think I listen to our podcast to make it get better numbers. <laughs> I'm just joking. We. Uh, freaking Lee's last album got 16 downloads. I was like, whoa. And then Help got 33. I was like, whoa. Freaking Lee's getting some uh, listeners going, man. Yeah, it's 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 like like what's happening? I know, man. You need to promote our podcast more and stop finding fake names. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna play you out with Trapeze. You are the music giant. I'm a believer in Crosby, Stills and Nash. Everybody, I love you on the Freeform Rock podcast. Until next week, we say goodbye, people. Goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.
Now let's get into the promos. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern. The Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station.com. Ear Peeler, the podcasting and interview news site to keep up with your favorite bands or artists and the podcasts or interviews where they appear. Go to earpeeler.com to find out what we're all about. You haven't listened to Mars Attacks podcast? What are you waiting for, man? Host Victor M. Ruiz brings you all types of hard rock and metal-based podcasts. You'll find everything from music-based episodes, interviews, to series such as ultra-sexy classic album series, where some of your favorite musicians, producers, journalists, and show hosts comments on the albums that push the evolutionary chains of hard rock and metal. Get with it and go to MarsAttacksRadio.com to find out more. Punch it! Get blasted! From New York. Hey, 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 hey! What up, bangers? From North Carolina! Skitter pal, meow meow. This is Bushy. And the Mountain. Tune in every week for your listening pleasure only on the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Thank you very much. Rock and Rollers, if you want a podcast that kicks a lot of ass, make sure you check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast on YouTube. Every week, yours truly looks at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life and also in the history of rock and roll in general. And I'm usually joined by a friend or two, and I cover everything from ACDC and the Eagles to Pink Floyd to Rush to The Who and everything in between. But there is no country music, no Tim McGraw, no Garth fucking Brooks, no rap, no Wu-Tang Clan, no fucking Jay-Z on the show because that shit is frowned upon with this rock and roller. So if you want a kick-ass rock and roll podcast, Check out the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. New episodes up every Tuesday exclusively on YouTube. Hey, this is Lee Gerstman. And if you like to hear some stuff that's like, you don't know what it's going to be. And even if it's stuff that I don't even know what it's going to be. Check me out on what I call the Lee Gerstman Show. And... It's just me doing reviews or me doing horsing around or whatever I'm doing. Check it out, please. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. 
Support the artists by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.